Hello everyone, I'm Kathleen Pelly. Welcome to the special omnibus edition of Journey with Story, where you can listen to all of this month's episodes one after the other. And just so you know, there will be no special intro for the individual stories, no added details and no shout-outs. If you want to hear all of those, then you'll need to listen to the individual episodes and not this version. Got it? Oh, mums, dads, grown-ups, you can download some free colouring sheets at our website, www.journeywithstory.com. Let's take an omnibus journey with story. Let's take a journey with The Three Foxes and The Four Friends by A. A. Milne. The Three Foxes Once upon a time there were three little foxes who didn't wear stockings and they didn't wear socks, But they all had their handkerchiefs to blow their noses and they kept their handkerchiefs in cardboard boxes. And they lived in a forest in three little houses and they didn't wear coats and they didn't wear trousers. They ran through the woods on their little bare tootsies and they played touched last with a family of mouses. They didn't go shopping in the high street shopses, but caught what they wanted in the woods and copses. They all went fishing and they caught three wormses. They went out hunting and they caught three wopses. They went to a fair and they all won prizes, three plump puddingses and three mince pieses. They rode on elephants and swang on swingses and hit three coconuts at coconut shizes. That's all I know of three little foxes who kept their handkerchiefs in three little boxes. They lived in the forest in three little houses, but they didn't wear coats and they didn't wear trousers and they didn't wear stockings and they didn't wear socks. The Four Friends Ernest was an elephant, a great big fellow. Leonard was a lion with a six-foot tail. George was a goat and his beard was yellow. And James was a very small snail. Leonard had a stall and a great big strong one. Ernest had a manger and its walls were thick. George found a pen, but I think it was the wrong one. And James sat down on a brick. Ernest started trumpeting and cracked his manger. Leonard started roaring and shivered his stall. James gave a huffle of a snail in danger and nobody heard him at all. Ernest started trumpeting and raised such a rumpus. Leonard started roaring and trying to kick. James went on a journey with the goat's new compass and he reached the end of his brick. Ernest was an elephant and very well-intentioned. Leonard was a lion with a brave new tail. George was a goat, as I think I have mentioned. But James was only a snail.
now, let's take a journey with Izzy Izzy, Princess Izzy, especially dedicated to Tova and Zoe. I wish I was a princess, announced Izzy as Papa tucked her into bed. Well, there are all sorts of princesses in this world, Papa said. What sort of princess do you want to be? A long-ago storybook princess, cried Izzy, with a puffy petticoat and a frilly frock. Don't forget the sparkly crown, Papa added, or the gaggle of servants. Yes, yes, squealed Izzy, jumping up and down. But, said Papa as he tucked her up again, this sort of princess can be a bit bossy and horribly haughty, not at all like you. Really? said Izzy as she lined up Teddy and Walrus and Piggy in a nice, neat row, just the way she liked. Well, maybe I could be a fairy princess and live in a fairy fort at the edge of the forest. And ride on unicorns, added Papa, through dusky dells and misty moonbeams. Izzy fluttered her arms like wings. Izzy, Izzy, fairy princess, she chanted, and her eyes sparkled like thin dust. But, said Papa with a shake of his head, fairies like to make mischief and stir up trouble. They vanish quickly and cannot be counted upon. Not at all like you, Izzy sighed. Oh, I suppose that is so. She hummed a tune to help her think. Then she reached beneath the bed and pulled out Parrot. What about a pirate princess? she asked. That might be fun, Papa agreed. You could sail the seven seas with your swashbuckling crew and your chatterbox parrot. Why, you could make sharks shiver and crocodiles quake. <gasps> Izzy, Izzy, pirate princess, Izzy sang as she bounced up and down on her pirate boat bed. Wait, said Papa, I don't think that will work either. Pirate princesses do not get seasick. They have horrible manners, are greedy for treasure, and they will quarrel and squabble over nothing at all. Definitely not like you. Oh, definitely not, agreed Izzy. But, Papa, I still want to be a princess. Isn't there some sort of princess I could be? Papa stroked Izzy's hair. Well, there is another kind of princess. She wears jeans or skirts like me, Izzy asked. Papa nodded. And for dinner, she likes pizza or pakoras. Like me? Izzy asked again. And again, Papa nodded. Then he pressed his fingers to his lips and he whispered, She is a secret princess. And you will know her by her happy heart and mighty deeds. Mighty deeds? repeated Izzy. So, if there was a bully at the bus stop bothering a little person, continued Papa, this secret princess would use her special steely stare and frosty frown to send that bully on his way. 
and all would be well in the kingdom of the bus stop. Izzy giggled. That was my mighty deed, she said. Papa smiled. I know. And if there was a classroom catastrophe, like last week, chimed in Izzy, when Eva Pritchard brought her kitty cat for show and tell and it got loose and... Exactly so, said Papa. And someone I know used her secret princess, quick wits and heart of gold, to rush to the rescue and all was well in the kingdom of the classroom. That was my mighty deed too, said Izzy. Papa smiled and nodded. Yes, it was. And tonight, when a certain mamma was a little cranky, a certain secret princess used her sunny song and helping hands until all was well. In the kingdom of our house, piped up Izzy. Exactly so, agreed Papa. Then Papa and Izzy sat side by side on the edge of the bed. Together they wondered at the night sky, as they liked to do. Then Izzy leaned into Papa, and Papa cradled her head with his hand the way she liked, because it made her feel safe and brave. An owl hooted. The wind whispered through the treetops. The leaves rustled like princess petticoats. Papa, do you really think I'm a secret princess? I know you are, he said. Then Papa tucked her into bed one last time. He bent down low and whispered her name, all hushed and holy, like a prayer. Izzy, Izzy, night, night, my secret princess. Night, night, Papa, she said, and she sailed off to sleep with her happy heart dreaming of mighty deeds to sparkle the world so that all would be well in the kingdom of Izzy Izzy, secret princess. Let's take a journey with Happy Papas, written by me and published by the Child Welfare League of America. What makes a papa happy as the sun pops up? Waking with his little ones. Skitter, scatter from the burrow. Now papa's guarding from his post as wee ones chase and chatter, frisk and frolic in a merry mixed up rumpus. Flit and flutter, flap and fly, see how high? Bob and bow, rest and jostle, screech and squawk, what a roughly rainbow ruckus. Rise and shine, hurry, scurry, see what's cooking. Then sing, clap, cheer for the sun, in a giggly wiggly wake up jig. That's a... My babies are rising and a shining, kind of happy papa. What makes a papa happy? A sun sails high, teaching his tot how to... 
Stalk the jungle slow and sleek, ripple through the tall, tall grass. Then scare away trouble with a mighty royal roar. Teaching his tart how to slide and plop, gallop, lollop, then flip-flop under the sky, sail on by with a wave and a wink. Teaching his tart how to make a hideaway in shady spot, Count those ants marching by, gather pansies to make Mama smile. That's a proud of my baby kind of happy papa. What makes a papa happy as cloud and sun go peekaboo? Playing with his bitty ones, wade and wallow in the squishy, squishy, oozy mud, or roly poly, higgledy pickledy in a happy hippo romp. Glide and slide, spin and skim, chortle, chuckle, frolic through the frothy waves. With Teddy, take a sip, dress up time, wave the wand. Then saddle up, horsey, giddy up, giddy up. That's a jolly tickly play with me, kind of happy papa. What makes a papa happy as shadows gather? Flying up high, wing to wing, battle the breeze, honk, 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 headed home. Floating along side by side, fins a flutter, tails entwined, twist and loop, peak and find. Hoist on shoulders, sway and weave, peeping, pointing, make a wish upon a star. That's a cruising with my buddy kind of happy papa. But as the moon blooms and fireflies flicker, what makes all papas, from earth to air, from sea to sky, from tree to tunnel, happiest by far? Telling their little ones with a nudge or a nuzzle, with a cuddle or a snuggle, with a wink or a whisper, Papa's here. All is well. That's a my baby safe and snug and happy and loved kind of happy Papa. Happy night, happy baby. Happy night, happy Papa. Take a journey with Why Bananas Belong to Monkeys. Once upon a time, when the world had just been made, and there was only one kind of banana, but very many kinds of monkeys, there was a little old woman who had a big garden full of banana trees. It was very difficult for the old woman to gather the bananas herself, so she made a bargain with the largest monkey. She told him that if he would gather the bunches of bananas for her, she would give him half of them. And so the monkey at once set about gathering the bananas. Then he gave the little old woman the bananas from the bottom of the bunch. These were very small and wrinkled. The nice big fat ones at the top of the bunch he kept for himself and carried them home to let them ripen in the dark. 
Now the little old woman was very angry. She lay awake all night trying to think of some way by which she could get even with the monkey. And at last she thought of a trick. The next morning she made an image of wax which looked just like a little boy and then she placed a large flat basket on the top of the image's head and in the basket she placed the best ripe bananas she could find. They certainly looked very tempting. After a little while the biggest monkey passed that way. He saw the image of wax and thought that it was a boy peddling bananas. He had often pushed over boy banana peddlers, upset their baskets, and then had run away with the bananas. This morning, he was feeling very good-natured. So he thought that he would first try asking politely for the bananas. Oh, peddler boy, peddler boy, he said to him, please give me a banana. The image of wax answered never a word. Again, the monkey said, this time in a little louder voice, Oh, peddler boy, peddler boy, please give me a banana, just one little, ripe little, sweet little banana. The image of wax answered, Never a word. Then the monkey called out in his loudest voice, Oh, peddler boy, peddler boy, if you don't give me a banana, I'll give you such a push that it will upset all of your bananas. The image of wax was silent. The monkey ran toward the image of wax and struck it hard with his hand. His hand remained firmly embedded in the wax. Oh, peddler boy, peddler boy, let go my hand, the monkey called out. Let go my hand and give me a banana or else I'll give you a hard, hard blow with my other hand. The image of wax did not let go. The monkey gave the image a hard, hard blow with his other hand. The other hand remained firmly embedded in the wax. Then the monkey called out, Oh, peddler boy, peddler boy, let go my two hands, let go my two hands, and give me a banana, or else I will give you a kick with my foot. The image of wax did not let go. The monkey gave the image a kick with his foot, and his foot remained stuck fast in the wax. Oh, peddler boy, peddler boy, the monkey cried. Let go my foot, let go my two hands and my foot and give me a banana or else I'll give you a kick with my other foot. The image of wax did not let go. Then the monkey, who was now very angry, gave the image of wax a kick with his foot and his foot remained stuck fast in the wax. The monkey shouted, Oh, peddler boy, peddler boy, let go my foot, let go my two feet and my two hands and give me a banana or else I'll give you a push with my body. The image of wax did not let go. The monkey gave the image of wax a push with his body. His body remained caught fast in the wax. Oh, 
Peddler boy, peddler boy, the monkey shouted. Let go my body, let go my body, and my two feet, and my two hands, or I'll call all the other monkeys to help me. The image of wax did not let go. Then the monkey made such an uproar with his cries and shouts that very soon monkeys came running from all directions. There were big monkeys and little monkeys and middle-sized monkeys. A whole army of monkeys had come to the aid of the biggest monkey. It was the very littlest monkey who thought of a plan to help the biggest monkey out of his plight. The monkeys were to climb up into the biggest tree and pile themselves one on top of another until they made a pyramid of monkeys. The monkey with the very loudest voice of all was to be on top and he was to shout his very loudest to the sun and ask the sun to come and help the biggest monkey out of his dreadful difficulty. This is what all the big-sized, little-sized, middle-sized monkeys did. The monkey with the loudest voice on top of the pyramid made the sun hear. And the sun came at once. The sun poured his hottest rays down upon the wax. And after a while, the wax began to melt. The monkey was at last able to pull out one of his hands. The sun poured down more of his hottest rays and soon the monkey was able to pull out his two hands. Then he could pull out one foot, then another, and in a little while, his body too. At last, he was free. When the little old woman saw what had happened, she was very much discouraged about raising bananas. She decided to move to another part of the world where she raised cabbages instead of bananas. The monkeys were left in possession of the big garden full of banana trees. From that day to this, the monkeys have thought that they own all the bananas. I hope you enjoyed all of our stories for this month. And if you subscribe to our Patreon page, you can enjoy even more perks and resources. Here's to stories aplenty that fill our hearts with grace and goodness, hope and light, so that we remember, as my favourite poet says, All shall be well, all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be be well. Be well, my friends, be well, and join me next time for Journey with Story. Music and post-production was by Colette Jonas.